So welcome back, everybody. It's great to be back. And the reason for the delay was that I just recently moved and there were a hundred boxes involved and the camera got lost. I don't know, couldn't find what box it was in. And as I just kept going through boxes, I finally found it. But one of the things I'd like to do that's a little bit different this time is talk about what I call high value news. And what is high value news? Well, in this case, um, high value news is, if you've got an iPad, you know this, when you go out to the news app on the iPad or iPhone, you can't read all of the articles because the ones that they want you to pay for have like a little bit of a, a symbol next to them. So you can't read those unless you pay $10 a month. Well, I've been paying $10 a month forever. And what I'd like to do is is share some of these high-value news items with you, um, interesting stories, and why they make you pay for it is, is just beyond me. But I guess that's the way it is, right? The, the newspapers are struggling to um, make ends meet, and this is maybe one way that they can do it. I'd love to know what Apple is actually giving them out of that subscription. But so much is political these days, and politics drives people apart. So I'd, I'd like to focus a little bit more on some of these stories that are really interesting stories, non-political. We'll get to some of the politics at some point down the road with everything that's going on in the elections. But today I wanted to talk to you about this one story, and it's coming to us from the Los Angeles Times. And here's a picture of it. And the article is entitled, I went to an exclusive L.A. dinner party. Everyone was naked. Oh, yeah. And I just, you know, this would be my worst horror as I'm tightening my shirt up here. You know, my worst horror would be to go to a dinner and expect to be naked. I'm not, not that I'm in terrible shape, right? I'm not extremely overweight. I'm not where I'd like to be. Who is? But the thought of sitting down naked and walking around, I don't know, it's, for me, it, yeah, it is something about being prudish a little bit, but the other part of it is just cleanliness. You know, in this dinner party that I'm going to tell you about, it was about 80 degrees there that day. What if, what if, what if it was 90? You know, people sweat. I think that layer of absorbency, cotton, is what you need to deal with that sort of situation. So they're sitting on chairs and things. I mean, marks could be left. I, I don't know. Sweat. It's, it's just a, it's, it's a weird, weird sort of thing. So of course, California, right? This is where this is coming from. The article is entitled, uh, subtitled naked, hungry, but not afraid. This is what happened inside LA's exclusive vegan dinner party where everyone is totally nude. So the person that wrote this, her name is Jen Harris, obviously a woman, and she says that when I arrived for the dinner party, a naked woman holding a wine glass filled with hibiscus tea greeted me at the door. Inside I could see a group of about 15 people already in the backyard. They too were all naked. Should I just take off my clothes in here? She asked to no one in particular. 
One of the women inside said yes, without even looking up. So I got to it. She disrobed. This is how her night started recently when she attended her first nude dinner. She was among 26 people who paid $150 to experience what they're calling feud, a plant-based gathering that invites people to leave their inhibitions, self-doubt, and clothing behind. I had arrived at the Castor House, a private residence in Tarzana, California, rented for events and filming. It was about an hour before sunset and the temperature still hovered around 80 degrees. I wondered if I'd have sweat dripping down my bare legs once I reached the house after the climb up the steep driveway. It's that sweat thing. Nobody likes to see sweaty diners. I mean, at least you can dab it off your face, but if it's coming down your butt cheeks, that's an entirely different story. And here's some of the different pictures of the folks in all their glory. The living room shared a space with an open kitchen where three bare women were busily cooking. There I disrobed in the middle of the, of the room. A little awkward, I folded each piece neatly on a plush cream couch, grasping at the seconds before I had to step outside and join the group of strangers. And there they are at the table, all nude. I've attended countless dinner parties before, but never a nude one, she says. I can't say that I've ever harbored any desire to be naked in front of other people. I've never visited a nude beach or been curious about nature, so I tried to normalize the situation in my head. Nudist colony colonies have been around for decades, etc., etc. She tried to put this in the proper frame of mind. The backyard was an all-white stone with white walls surrounding a glistening pool and little alcoves tucked into a small hill. I would be in one of those alcoves myself. It was like I had stepped into a house on a seaside cliff in Greece or Italy. A group of young women chatted around the edge of the pool with their feet dangling in the water. Two men splashed around, swam, and laughed. A couple of women, their eyelashes still dripping, took selfies under an archway. She took a seat by the pool, soaked her feet in the water, and tried to get comfortable. She's debating in her head, should I cross my legs? Was I getting my butt dirty? Maybe I should fold my arms. No, wait. Then I'll look standoffish. I read that once in a magazine. I'll put my arms at my side. The weather's cooling off a bit. Did my nipples look weird? <laughs> what did my stomach look like? Whatever you do, don't look down at your own body. Don't be weird and look at anyone else's either. Sort of awkward, isn't it? Awkward, awkward, all the way around. She looked up at the sky in an attempt to quiet her racing thoughts. Be open. Be in the moment. I repeated William, the William Blake quote, Art can never exist without naked beauty displayed. So somebody asked her, is this your first feud? I told her it was. She was an artist in her 20s, a recent transplant to Los Angeles from New York. She once flirted with the idea of visiting a nudist colony, but never followed through. A friend mentioned the dinner, and she decided to check it out. There she is. I mean, it looks entirely well done, and, and non-sexual. Non-sexual. She was interrupted by Charlie and Max, who was 29, the dinner's founder, who told us that it was time to start this evening's feud. The name is a combination of food and nude with an umlaut to encourage the proper pronunciation. 
Max is a multidisciplinary artist, chef, and former dancer who began hosting nude optional dinners in 2020. So they started doing this in the middle of COVID. Interesting. Hmm. So the person that runs this has hosted around 40 feud experiences in Los Angeles since last April, but she also facilitates nude events in San Francisco, New York City, London, Paris, and Berlin. This is catching on. So this whole event actually did have a sort of theme associated with it. And they explain that tonight we explore the yes within. What does it mean when we say yes? What does it mean when we say no? So this one person took her through breath work, telling us when to breathe in, hold out, hold it, and then let it out. We focused on a three-part technique that involved filling our bellies with air and then our chest and letting it out. We breathed in time to the music she provided. I thought about the countless times I've said yes, but really meant no. The times I said nothing at all, but wanted to scream no. About 22 minutes into the breathing, I felt the first mosquito bite. Knew that was going to happen. As the bug feasted on my upper right butt cheek, I wondered if I should tell the safety steward that I was being eaten alive. I opened my eyes to find everyone else on their backs, chests heaving in a state of utter zen. I decided to start swatting between breaths and keep quiet. The breath work lasted about 20 minutes. She was famished. They made their way to the dinner table, set in a corner of the yard with a long white tablecloth and tall candlesticks that flickered down the center. Beautiful. Each place setting was fashioned with gold silverware, a linen napkin, and a glass in the shape of a butt. Creative. There were flowers, bowls of olives, bunches of grapes, and round braided loaves of bread scattered around the table. Interesting. The one thing that, uh, the concern that I had was with the sweat, and when you're sitting on the chairs, would you leave a mark? Each folding chair, they note, was completely covered in a removable fabric. So it, it sounds like they had a really, really good time, you know, at this event. The ages ranged from early 20s to people who would qualify as a senior for a senior discount. The gentleman next to me was a former real estate attorney turned developer in his 70s. He'd heard about the dinners from Benisti, whose yoga classes he sometimes takes in Venice. This was his third feud. He told me the dinners help him accept things he can't control. They go on to say that about 30% of the people come back to these. So there are repeats, about 30%, which seems kind of low. Out of the 26, five of the diners that evening were men. The rest were women or non-binary. Guests were asked to refrain from taking photos of other diners. There was also a designated no-photo zone at the end of the table. So it, um, it shows what they're eating. It looks entirely delicious. The main course was a plate of lemon and thyme couscous, carrot puree, sautéed spinach, and braised leeks. All vegetarian. They talked about their breath work, and tears were shed. Each person's story seemed to come with a collective cathartic release. As they discussed their fears and doubts and struggles with gender expectations and norms around the words yes and no, who should please and who, sh who gets to be pleased? Tears were shed.
For dessert, they had a cool melon sorbet, and it just looks like they had a great time, folks. They had a great time. But really, I mean, is this something that you would do? Would you be willing to go to a dinner and sit there naked with a bunch of strangers? It takes a certain type of person, doesn't it? I mean, I sort of admire that ability to do that because I couldn't. There's no way in hell I could step foot in that place. And as much as I say that I, uh, you know, I, I am a little prudish about that because I, I would want to sit there with my shirt off. But there's a certain sort of, I don't know, I, 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 there's a certain sort of feeling that I have. It's a, it's a kind of jealousness, really, that these people could actually do that and, and set that all aside. So is there a therapeutic value in that? Seeing people do something and enjoy it, knowing that you full well, if you're like me, you couldn't even do Interesting questions. Folks, I want to thank you for joining me. That's all that I've got that's left today. And stay tuned. I've got some more stories coming up. High value news. Stay tuned. Till next time.